Cool. And we're ready to rumba, right? Go. Okay. Um, well, we've got whatever sound effects we can have here we're going to have. Good day, everyone. It's uh, Welcome to Most Like a Men Podcast. This is episode 263 here uh, in toward the end of November, just before Turkey Day. And hmm. we are doing, once again, another remote podcast. We are all in our usual locations. Tim is in the sunny downtown Cranford, New Jersey, where it's always 72 and sunny. Right, Tim? Yes. And that's uh, Tim Buck, too, is here joining us. Hi, are here. Hello. Hello. Yeah. And we got uh, Chris the Joker, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Who just had a stroke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not like, not like the one uh, Justin's going to have later when we play the game. Uh, yeah, boy, uh, and Are course, we still doing that? Uh, yeah, of course. And, and all the way from uh, Bergen Harley-Davidson, our good friend Justin Brown. Hello. Uh, <laughs> how you guys doing? I, 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 I realized shortly thereafter that people couldn't see me waving. Yeah, that's no, okay. How you guys doing? We're oh, down. doing fine. Just fine. That's it? Just fine. 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 That's it? Anything Trying to enjoy some of the stupid weather. Yeah, we did. Up we are down, having some. Up and down. Uh, yeah, that's true. It's warm, it's cold. It's warm, it's cold. And then it's raining. Yeah. Hey, I rode to work at 27 degrees. I don't want to hear squat from anybody. Good, man. Congratulations. We, we applaud don't you. Congratulate we me. Applaud- you just don't stop. And don't give me it's only a freaking mile. It's a mile and 27 degrees. We're applauding it's you. It's a mile. All right, no, it's okay. Don't. I get a lot of shit from you guys. No, 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 no. We're you know we're applauding you. It's okay. It's, it's good. I'm, we're, I'm glad to but see my you. Char- for some reason, my charger went bad. Stop it, Justin. I'm curious. <laughs> uh, no, for some reason, my charger went bad. It's just not working anymore. Not, it wasn't your bike uh, screwing it, was it? Because did you ever fi- uh, fix that electrical problem you were having? Yes, I fixed that. Because it was was a fact that the problem was that the bolts came loose on the battery and then it was uh, a loose connection and it kept on arcing and creating meltage. The battery was melting. Why are you saying that the charger's not working? Is it acting like it's not connected? No, it's it's not no color at all. I'm not getting any colors Uh, at all. Okay. So the charger, I think, is shot because it's been. I I keep it plugged in every day when I'm not Mm -hmm. using it. So. No, you know, off the ground. Sometimes the the fuse in the connection from your mm. bat the, on your yeah bike. I know yeah I was, yeah but if no, you're not getting anything it's no like, it's not lighting up at all so have you tried it in a different outlet? Uh, no, why I would, didn't. Why would that make a difference? Well, let's maybe the outlet. The outlet. Maybe uh, uh, maybe the circuit blew. That's a possibility. I didn't even think you about blew that. what. Blew my circuit. Wow. My big bad circuit. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome so, to Motorcycle Man After Dark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Justin right from his bed. <laughs> That's it. You no, know, that is almost the the the, uh, the definition of lazy right there. Yeah. You, you do realize that. Right? You know, you look up That's lazy great. in the dictionary, it's a picture of Justin laying in his bed. Work from home, baby. That's it. 
So how do you so how do you smell, sell a motorcycle from bed? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's a hard sale. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not easy, but it's it's been done before. It works better with women, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's true. Easy. Wow. All right. Uh, anybody been doing any riding? I know Tim, you rode, but you rode to work, so. I did. I did what uh, 50, 60 miles over the weekend. Oh, great! Nice, nice. Did you explore any new roads? Uh, just one, yeah. but it you know it wasn't nothing. I tried to get lost. I got lost for all of maybe a minute, and I was unlost. <laughs> <laughs> you need to wander outside of your 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 uncomfort zone there. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. You got to wander a little bit further north. And maybe... Going to Pennsylvania. There we go. Oh, there you get lost. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's, there's, a couple of, there's a couple of roads uh, out by uh, the Great Swamp that are uh, right up your alley, Ted. They're uh, all gravel. Perfect. <laughs> I love that. Well, wait till I get my Roadster. I'll put some 50-50 yeah, uh, yeah. tires on there and we'll be Maybe that's the a problem with your bike. It hasn't seen any gravel in a while. That's probably that's what, I, that's, <laughs> that's what I ended up doing on this one road that I never went down and I decided to go down. And I was doing like 40 miles an hour and I, I went blasting around the corner and it went right onto gravel. <laughs> and I was like, ooh. Nice. Ah, it's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. You know. I had to slow down and it was, I had to slow down quickly because it was getting mm. ugly. I bet. It was getting ugly. Yeah, I know. I understand. Now, Justin, you been doing any riding or anything? I don't you know, I was trying to think about that. I I can't remember if the rider I can't remember if I know I rode you know, last time uh, we talked, I don't know if I've ridden since or not. You're trying to think. No, I can't. So how I, many I, how, how many miles do you think you've done this year? Oh God, I don't even know. Uh, more than I've a been, thousand or less? Oh no, definitely more. Um, there was a there was like a, a large period where I, I wasn't riding because of my my DMB issue, but um, no, I mean even my my Wildwood trip alone. I did probably 600 miles or so. Wow. So, I mean, definitely over a thousand, but. Are <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, uh, uh, we keeping you awake, man? What's going are we on? Keeping you? What? Oh, what, sleep. what the hell, man? <laughs> I mean, here we are trying to do a you know, little professional podcast, and he's not Aww. only is he laying in bed, he's practically falling asleep. Yeah, it's gonna be snoring. I, I can't. Soon. I can't wait to do it. I'm gonna oh, lay in bed, just fall asleep on it. Wow, damn. No, um, I, I I've ridden substantially less this year um, than I would normally, but yeah. um, I, I do, I, I do want to. You know, this is a crazy year for me, though. Yeah, no, I get I it. I get into, it. Man. I moved into the condo. There was like a lot of my free time. I, I didn't do anything that I normally do this year. Um, well, for a number, even of my other. Even my other hobbies, just because I've basically been spending all of my free time trying to get situated here. Yeah, I get um, it. No, I get it. So, yeah. you know, it's next year should be a little bit more normal as far as my, my hobbies. Well, as far as my hobbies, you know what I mean? No, I get it. I get it, man. You know, you're a busy guy. Did you sell any bikes this week? Mm, yeah. Yeah? But it's... Yeah, but it's it's slowed down, uh, you know, with things spiking and and the holidays and you know. Wow, so. that sucks. Oh. Okay, well, it happens. It it happens. Yeah, it's not ebb and flow, right? 
Yeah, it's not unseasonable. You know, the tide she comes in, the tide she goes out. Right? That's it. That's pretty good. Uh, well, obviously, I haven't been doing any riding. So. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, what's going on with your well, bike? Here we go. Here's the here's, well, let's talk about that. What happened was, so against my better wishes, I decided I was going to go ahead and try to do, you know, do this work myself. And uh, if, you, if anybody's watched the, the YouTube video that I put out, um, I, did, uh, I did decide to do that, and I took the tank off. And while I'm at it, why is taking a gas tank off a motorcycle the messiest job in the world? I mm-hmm. don't. It, I'm telling you, I went and bought a siphon, figuring if I did that, it would make things a lot easier and there would be no problems, right? No, it turned out to be worse because when I, now the siphon was working fine until I looked down and noticed that the end that was in the gas t- uh, the the gas can was no longer in the gas can and fuel well. was just spewing everywhere. So uh, after I got that done, the siphon only <laughs> drained like two gallons of fuel out of the tank because the hose inside kept curling up and curling up. So finally, I did, I managed to. Hook up the hose to the uh, the nipple on the end uh, of, of the crossover pipe. Easy, to, easy, Chris. And I was able to drain probably uh, uh, the remaining two and a half, three, two gallons. I sort of still like maybe. Excuse me for a second, but you know what I envision? I envision from my home and everybody else who will look out their door and see a little plume of like a nuclear cloud. <laughs> And it'll be coming from your shed. That's what I. That's what you I envision. It'd be like the cartoon Bugs Bunny shit. You know, I'm like, oh, Ted just blew himself up. You know, and, and, and numerous times, I gotta tell you, man, numerous times, I felt that that was gonna happen any moment, because the the gas fumes and the fuel spilled everywhere. And finally, I got the tank off, and I was I was here. I am holding the tank over this gas can and trying to get the last bit of fuel out and more of it went on the ground than in the gas can <laughs> and i'm like son of a bitch isn't there an easier freaking way to do this to get all the fuel out did you use a match to see if you could see light more uh, yeah 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 <laughs> next time i'm just gonna do that i'm just gonna blow it up i mean <laughs> but i put it this way I'm, I'm not taking this tank off ever, 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 ever again. Uh, I will stop, not. Stop. I will not. Lies you tell. Um, I will not. I refuse. <laughs> I'm telling you. But yeah, getting, because it, uh, it just makes my life miserable. Because every time I do it, it's a mess. And I can never well, do it. Yeah, but you should be learning each time. You should get it right eventually. You would think. You would think that would be the case. But that's not the case. Well, just make sure that you always have an empty tank before you run into an issue. Well, yeah, that's it. Right, sure, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll just make sure. Oh, well, I'm going to have to ride it until the fuel is almost gone. No, maybe you should put, like, a pet cock on there so you can drain it from the bottom. I'm trying to figure something out because, you know, there's the, there's a, with the with the Harley gas tanks, there's, it's like a, there's a crossover pipe underneath. And I'm trying to figure out a way that I can create some sort of a pet cock valve off of that crossover pipe so that I can just drain it right from there. Is what? your bike fuel injected? Yes, it is. Oh, okay. Don't you remember we were talking about this last week? So anyway, the, the <laughs> <laughs> take notes, Justin. Come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, Justin. Yeah. So I, I left them. I left them in my other office. I understand. <laughs> That's quite right. So anyway, so what I ended up what ended up happening was I because uh, they had told me that they the codes that they were getting were saying that there was something wrong with the injectors. 
So the first things first, and we talked about this, Justin, was to check the wiring to make sure that the wires were fine, that there isn't right. any broken wires or anything. So I put an ohm meter on either end of the wires, one where it connects to the, uh, the ECM and at the other end. And I check, the, and the wires are not, the wires are fine. There is no breaks. The, in the, wires, the, the wires were going on. I was getting, yeah, I was getting, because I set the ohm meter so that I would get a signal when it, it, it detected a connection. And it was working. So both of the wires are fine. We should say all four of the wires are fine. They're not broken. There's a signal getting through. So, okay, so that leads me to one thing, that the, it's the injectors. And now, I did watch a YouTube video that was some Harley tech at some uh, Harley dealer out west. And he was saying in the last 17 years, one of the interesting things is that ever since that ethanol fuel has become very prominent in, in the marketplace now, they're seeing more and more fuel-injected motorcycles coming in with bad fuel injectors because of the ethanol. No, ethanol's bad for the- so I took that as, a, as an indication that this very possibly might be the problem. So after some, after some time, I managed to finally get the injectors out and you know are they good or are they bad i don't know i could see there is tarnishing on the um on the port side where the, where it shoots the fuel into the cylinder i could see there's tarnishing around the mm-hmm. end of that so it's quite possible that maybe they're, they're is all, it possible that the water did something to it that it, uh, it's possible again it could be that it could be the ethanol it could be a number of uh, any myriad of things but it looks as if, it, like I said, there's tarnishing on the ends of the injectors. So it's, I'm, I'm going to go on that that's what the problem is. So I have to replace the injectors. I found... Uh, Are they expensive or what? It's going to cost me $180 for two new injectors. And that's in the stock 4.3 uh, configuration. And yes, I could go with the bigger 6.2 or 5.9 configuration. What that does, that shoots more fuel into the cylinder to give you more performance, and it also you know, destroys your gas mileage. But I'm going to go with the originals. It's going to cost me $180. So when our listeners send me the $180, I'll go ahead and fix the bike, <laughs> and I'll be back on the road. Um, the listeners like us not that much. This is true. This is very true. Well, so, well we like, should have we should have a fundraiser. Are, should we have a GoFundMe for my to get my bike fixed? Is that, yeah, that hundred eighty dollars. Everybody chips in a dollar. <laughs> oh, well, you know we do have we do have quite a few listeners. So, and I'm not looking to get a new bike. Yeah, I mean, I mean if that's going to be the case, we're going to just send the money to Justin so I can go just go pick it up. But uh, <laughs> right, but. And, but yeah, so I just have to come up with 180 bucks, and then I can go ahead and uh, get the uh, get the new injectors, and hopefully, hopefully that will fix everything. That'll be that'll be the cure. If if that does not fix it, then I'm gonna have to go with something. It's got to be something even more um, beyond what I can figure out, you know. But everything that I'm looking at, all the YouTube videos that I've seen, all the forums that I've been to. They're all saying the same thing that it's probably the injectors. So, are you, now you're putting uh, premium gas in. Right? Oh yeah, oh yeah, always do, always do. And, and I, I, uh, I try. Except when he adds water. Except when I put water in it. <laughs> <laughs> except when I put. But water in, in. In, in fairness, it was Fiji water, so it was, it was really, oh, no, it was really no, 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 no. Water. I used Voss, Voss water. Voss, oh. yeah, Voss, yes. So, did we lose Chris? <laughs> no, I'm oh, okay. Yeah, because your picture went away. Um, no, I'm just uh, now. Now, weren't you getting some special gas from up 
by your work. I was getting I was getting non ethanol ethanol fuel upstate. Now you, you think that Taco Bell? No, 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 no. Oh, I don't think so. No, it's it's no, not not ethanol fuel's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, I just don't have any right now. But maybe I'll get some and bring it back with me. Yeah, it's yeah. called just go to a gas station, Ted. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm, yeah, I know, but I'm okay. just trying, you know, go to a gas station. I know, station and that's what I that's what I usually do. That's what I know. Get some ninety three or ninety four, and you're good. But here's an interesting. Here's an interesting thing, though, that you should know about non-ethanol fuel. You can't get ninety-three octane non-ethanol fuel. It's ninety-one. Well, you don't want to use it anyway because apparently it's fucking up your injectors. No, no, no. It's non-ethanol fuel is not doing that. It's the water. It's, it's, it's the, the water. It's the water. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny though that I, I did. I did. You know, I did water my whole bike. My whole bike. My, the, the internal portion of my bike. I, I watered the whole thing, and then I would go on a ride. Uh, on my way to Florida, and in in the rain, the, a torrential downpour, and then the bike breaks. What are the water odds? is water what is not your friend. Water is not my friend, no doubt. No kidding, my God. So, so we're not going to. So, uh, but but that's it. So that's where I'm at with the bike. So it's on the lift, and it's going to be there for the foreseeable future. But while it's on a lift, and I've taken some things off, I'm going to continue the uh, the customizing, or the etching that I'm doing on the bike. I'm going to continue that. I think what you should do is buy a bike cover, cut the hole out for where your body sits, and this way your bike is always covered when you ride. You know, (laughs) somewhere on this planet there is somebody who has actually done that. So, but but I I will not be doing that. Not at all. No. (laughs) Well, we think you should. No, no, it's okay. No, no. But uh, anyway, so that's that. So my, my my search for a second bike still continues. And I mm-hmm. think I've pretty much narrowed it down to just to two bikes, just the two. And it's either going to be the, the Roadster or the V-Rod, I think. So, yeah. Really? So you have to consider the V-Rod? I'm, even though they, I'm still considering it. it. I mean, they start. I don't know. I mean, they start. Last one was. The roadster. What's that? What did you say, Justin? Hit the Roadster. Yeah. I mean, well, I like the Roadster. You guys don't know how I feel about that. I like the Roadster a lot. Um, but you know, it's, uh, I don't know. I'm like I said, I'm still considering it, but again, it's all about the money, you know? And right now it's, it's nothing's going to happen until the spring. Uh, unless of course should for some ungodly reason, uh, knock wood, the bike doesn't break again because if it does, I'm immediately going somewhere and getting a bike, <laughs> you know? But, no, uh, maybe you should. Maybe you should bring it in while it works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I see yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, bring it in, have them check it out, and just you know. No, 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 no. If you trade it in for a oh, new no, bike while it's I running, mean, I don't. You know, I don't know that I could trade it in. I really don't think I could. You know, it's like I'm really, I'm really attached to the bike. You know, it, despite the issues that I've had with it, it doesn't seem to be too attached to you. No, apparently not. No, I, I know. I agree. You know, but you know, doing just, everything to keep you off. This, it. this is true. I know. I know. I know. But. Uh, uh, but I, I, you know, I, I, I like the, I like the bike a lot and I want to continue riding it. Uh, you know, hey, you know, it's, it, it'll, it'll be. But I'm looking in you now. Granted, I there, there are many resources. Of course, Justin is a definite resource. For looking at machines, but he hasn't he hasn't he hasn't come through with that super fantastic deal yet. You know that you know that three thousand dollars off and you know ten dollars a month. Well, he hasn't come up well, with that yet. So <laughs> it's gonna probably be a while. Uh, okay. Yeah, don't hold your breath. <laughs> uh, but I know where but I know where he's at. So uh, do you got do you, aside from the one roadster that you have there? Do you have any others? Mm, I don't think so. No. Um, 
The one by me. I, I, I barely have used bikes right now. That's true, dude. You pretty much it is, We are so, like, just our inventory compared to, you know, usual uh, is, is decimated. Yeah. I can bet. I can imagine that. It's pretty wild. Yeah. Well, it's not, you know, it's, it's just the way things are right now. And if, yep. you know, and if God forbid things go any further and then there's another national lockdown, um, mm-hmm. you know, things could get even uglier. You know, yeah. That would be bad for everybody. But uh, well. I am I am looking, uh, some of my other resources, a cycle trader and a chopper exchange are the two places that I'm also looking in. And um, I do, I have, I have a bunch of saved bikes in there. And a lot of times when I save the bike, it's mostly for me to reference back to and look at, uh, I got the one that you guys have at your shop, Justin. And the, the shop over here by me in uh, Holly Davis in Motion County, they actually have a 2019 Roadster. Mm. Uh, it's got. I got mine on eBay. You got? Did you? Really? You went eBay, huh? I go with eBay. Hmm. I don't know. I've got this. I got this thing about buying from buying privately. I don't What's know. the difference? You're buying it. You're buying something from somebody yeah, anyway. Yeah, but like, you know, like, no, like, no, like anybody's like, going to tell you the truth about how they're taking care yeah, of it. This is true. I know. I get it. I get. It. But you know, like buying from somebody like Justin, at least you're buying from a shop that, and they've looked the bike over, right? You would think. Well, well not, and you have recourse if something happens. Yeah, this is true. You know, you you buy a bike from you know Joe Blow, and two days later there's some shit going wrong. You call him up and you're like, "Hey, man." uh the fucking back wheel fell off, and he's like, "Who are you?" <laughs> well, you know I, I, mean? got my, I got mine for steel, so I can't complain. You stole your bike? Oh, basically. Really? <laughs> well, my my bike was a uh, like a, a uh, what do you call it? a damaged. Oh, it was a um, what do you call that? The did, did, now, did you have a uh, salvage uh, title on it? Salvage title. Uh, yeah. Salvage recovery. Yep. Yep. Really? Salvage, yep. I didn't know. So was that difficult? Could you, could you tell by looking at it? No, no. I'm no. just saying, was it difficult to register the bike? Pain in the ass going through uh, the... Um, Motor vehicle? Expected. That's not a bad way to get a bike because insurance companies don't care about that stuff. You know, if they can, if they can, they make, they do better if they could just total fucking something than actually fix it. And it could literally have virtually nothing wrong with it. You think so? For, for that amount of money that I put into it, you know, being I paid only fifty five hundred for my bike. No kidding. And, and it's worth like nine ninety five hundred, technically, what everybody else is selling them for. No kidding. So, yeah. So I mean, what I put, I put maybe a thousand dollars more into it to get it back up to speed. And now, is that so, because of the salvage title? Yeah, because of the salvage title. Yeah, it was stolen and then never and then never recovered. Well, we covered after the fa- after they were already paid out. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Yes, and, and so it was, and the guy whoever stole it damaged some shit. So it was all minor shit, though. Yeah, it was minor stuff, though, because the yeah. bike still run, run, ran. Oh yeah, runded. I love, I love that thing. It runded. Oh wow! Right, I, I didn't know. I had no idea. Okay, okay. well that's pretty cool. Uh, and other stuff. Uh, we got some news. We're gonna do some news. 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 Boom. 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 Nudes. Boom. 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 Wow. Wow. <laughs> uh, news. Uh, excuse me while I call. Wait a minute. Here we go. Wait, hold on a second. Okay. You guys are just not playing along at all, are you? I'm just. <laughs> We're trying to figure out what you're doing. 
You're looking away from us and just saying, hold on. Yes. Well, I am. Uh, I guess I'll share my screen. How's that? Is that okay? I can do, I can do that. Go I can share my screen so you guys can see what I'm looking at. All right. Uh, the the European. Uh, well, let me read it again. The Motorcycle Riders Foundation has reported that the European Motorcyclist Association, uh, the federation, it's called FEMA, uh, in in the European Union. This week, they. Um, alerted the Motorcycle Riders Foundation of potential changes to the regarding of the end-of-life vehicle directives that could dramatically impact the European motorcyclists. What this directive is intended to is the end-of-life for vehicles. Now, they've already imposed this these rules for end-of-life uh, on automobiles so that they've determined that there is a, uh, there's certain vehicles that during... When, it, when they reach a certain point in their life that they have to be taken off the road and they can only be used as show vehicles. Oh, that's now, fucked up. Now, they're trying to impose the same thing on two-wheeled vehicles as well. Now, oh. what the Motorcycle Rider Foundation and FEMA is trying to do is fight this because uh, it's a, it's a, what they call circular recycling for motorcycle uh, parts. Even though a motorcycle may not be used anymore its parts will go on to help another motorcycle use so really motorcycles don't have an end of life so so they're just i mean but even still the, the whole concept of it so they're just going they're giving it how many years what's the uh, limit they're not saying that's the thing because how can they're you you could have something that's 30 years old that's mint condition and runs fucking great yeah you know, so how the one, fuck did they even pass something like exactly. that? Exactly. So one of the comments... They saved me with a car, too. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And now for people like uh, like Justin, I know you're into hot rods and things like that. For people mm -hmm. who, who do classic cars and things like that, if something like that was to be imposed here, you're talking about you're people done. who may old cars, uh, own cars that yeah, are, say, well, pre-70s, and they have to take them off the road. That's actually something that is not a new idea. Um, they've been trying to impose stuff like that in um, different states for a while now. Um, yeah. It's uh, between emissions and some people having like old cars that aren't, you know, you think about like, imagine you've had an old car as a project car, but you never got around to it and it's just sitting on your front lawn. You know, people are like, it becomes an eyesore. So yeah. between, well, there's that. That's uh, well, yeah, but the problem is, is that you know that people have been trying to use that to leverage um, certain cutoffs. Period. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's conceptually, it's it's not a new idea. Um, it's you know people need to find something to fucking complain about and bitch about. And of course, yeah. So anyway, busy bodies. May have, have to do with uh, the fact that people want to get away from the gas guzzlers per well, se that's part of, of that time period. Right. Well, that's so, well, it's mostly about... Trying to move everybody up. Well, yeah, but you know what? In those fucking cars, there's not enough of them anymore to even be an issue with any kind of EPA or stupid yeah, fucking... Yeah, you're, you're right, because they're really for collectors at this point. Yeah, so it's like, what the... That's a stupid law. It's just fucking stupid. Well, it's a, not affecting the earth. Well, let me uh, read a comment here. This is from one of the FEMA's communications officers. It says, inclusion of motorcycles in the scope of the directive could also mean a serious threat to historical motorcycles. These bikes are especially dependent upon available and affordable original spare parts to keep them working in order 
Who wants to see old-timers disappear into a state-approved demolition facility? Yeah, that's, that's so, shit. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, you know, Europe has rules in place for the collection of and destruction of cars that have come to end of their life. Motorcycles are exempt from these rules at the time. That may change if it's up to the European Commission. These rules are part of the end of life vehicle directive aimed at prevention of waste from vehicles that have come to their end of life. The directive also tells member states to set up systems for the collection and deregistration of all end of life vehicles. Well, what do collectors do over there? I don't know. Uh, but well, the, well, well, the question, but you say, if you think about it, think about the, the terminology. You're talking about end of life. Now, maybe a vehicle could be brand new, but, I mean, newer and still, like, have engine problems or... Yeah, I mean, that's... Come to the point of yeah, saying it's, it's, well, a say it's end of life because it cannot be... Right. Because it's, it's not worth right. fixing anymore. So now you're talking... So that it's could a very, be determined as end of life. Right. It's a very gray area when they say Right. That. Are they talking about something that's been totaled? Are they right. talking about... I mean, there's a lot of... Age. You can't just talk about age in general. I, the, Why don't you do that for humans, right. too, then? No, so, but they're saying here, it says uh, the, directive also, the directive also pushes producers to manufacture new vehicles without hazardous substances, in particular lead, mercury, cadmium, uh, hexavalent, and chromium, plus promoting the reuse, recyclability, and recovery of waste vehicles. The directive tells member states to have all vehicles that have reached their end of life transferred to an authorized treatment facility to be demolished in an environmentally friendly way. So you're saying a lot of all of these old, older vehicles have those kind of substances in them? Yeah, apparently. Uh, and those and those those certain things cannot be replaced with different parts, right. updated parts. Right. So they're also saying if motorcycles were included in this scope of the directive, that could mean the end of so-called home recycling. Recycling of motorcycles and motorcycle parts is an uh, an inherent part of motorcycle use. Home recycling where you end the bike's registration and take it apart for reuse of its parts. It is a significant part of motorcycle culture. Home recycling helps to bikes keep bikes on the road and use spare parts instead of using new parts that have to be produced from raw materials. Uh, so they're, they're trying to convince uh, the people of this directive that you know by taking old motorcycles off the road, you're also eliminating old parts that can be reused in rebuilding of motorcycles that i agree with that run, right so um luckily the motorcycle and other two wheel uh, other power two-wheeled vehicles are not included in the scope of the current directive a position that was lobbied for by fema when the directive was written and adopted in the late 90s the european commission now plans to revise the end of life vehicles directive and asked for feedback there will be a public consultation in the second quarter of 2021, and the Commission's adoption of revised directive is planned for the second quarter of 2022. As part of the revision of the directive, the European Commission wants to explore the need to have powered two-wheeled vehicles included in the scoop. So it looks like the European Commission is pushing for two-wheeled vehicles to be included in this. And as they state in here, uh, most of the time, whatever the European Union does, the U.S. usually soon follows after. So let's uh, let's all get together with the um, uh, the Motorcycle Riders Foundation and uh, and of course um, the American Motorcycle Association and get with them on that. 
make sure we can fight this because that that's one thing we don't want to see is we don't want to see motorcycles placed end of life for some apparent reason that goes back. I still would like to know what their uh what do they when they decide how long a motorcycle is end of its life? I don't get it. I don't see how they, they can go decide. By miles. They, how did fuck they could do that? Yeah, I don't see I how don't they can decide how they could do that. What vehicle? Uh, I would say I would life. say if it's non-repairable. Yeah, I mean, well, that, exactly. That would indicate to me that it's not run. You know, I mean, end look, of life. How many like nineteen thirty-two Forges or nineteen tens and nineteen seventeen right. more Forges? They, you see on the road. They're out there. There's no issue whatsoever. No, there's them. no issue with them. But this is because they're saying of hazardous materials. Well, ah, eh, fuck them. Come on. Hazardous materials, my yeah. ass. Like every uh, look, every <laughs> your ass is not. Yeah, your, yeah, your, your ass is hazardous materials. We know it that. It is. <laughs> but you they know, should, they should do end of life on my ass. That would help <laughs> everybody. <laughs> but you know, again, um, you know, everything rusts. So. Rust, you know, it's that's nature. That's just the way things happen. So, anyway, so moving on, uh, Kawasaki announced today five new vehicles. Today they announced it today. Yeah, they announced five new vehicles today, and uh, I will just briefly go into it so you can see what, what they what they offered. Um, I can share my screen. You see this right here? They announced a brand new uh, KLX three hundred dual sport motorcycle. Brand new. That's cool. For playing off the road. They've introduced a DKLX uh, 300SM Supermoto motorcycle. It looks like a little cute little... Another horrible picture. Of course. I like, yeah. let's, look, let's, let's release a bunch of new motorcycles and take horrible pictures of them so nobody can really see what they look like. All right. And they've also released the uh, ZH2SE Hyper Naked Motorcycle. Oh, they all, the only thing they could do is turn because none of them go straight. None of them, nothing, none of them go straight. They all turn. And, and apparently they don't, you can only see them from the left front. You cannot, or from the right front. You can't see them any other angle. And you have to be laying on the ground. You've got to be laying on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> but hyper, I'm always, I have to laugh at hyper naked. Hyper naked. I mean, a naked what? motorcycle is about as bare bones as you can get. So, what does hyper? You know, they're called this hyper naked, but it still has a. a they add vaginas and penises. Ah! <laughs> it didn't take Let's long. See. It didn't yeah, take what long. What does the C have on it? It Ooh. didn't. Yeah. And they also released the uh, Ninja ZX 10R and the Ninja nice. ZX 10RR Super Sport motorcycles. Yeah, so. if I ever got one of those bikes, I wouldn't be here talking to anybody. Right no, now. you'd be dead right now. I think. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I would I would try to go 100 million miles an hour on those fucking. Yeah, I'm the same way. <laughs> yeah. You know, I know myself. I, I those bikes are awesome, but they're just built for one thing: to go as fast as fucking human. You know, possible. but the thing is, but, but here's the thing, Chris. I, I you, you and, and like myself and and, and Justin, Tim. You, well, we're I, uh, Tim could get to work in like 30 seconds if he had one of these. Not good. Yeah, but yeah. You, you, you're not going to. I don't know that you're going to do 150 miles on a bike like that. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. You could probably do 200 miles on a bike like that. In 10 minutes. In 10 minutes. No, I'm, I'm talking about in, in terms of comfort. I don't, you know, you're just not going to do it. But anyway, so that's a, good for Kawasaki. It's a shame we're not going to have a uh, international bicycle uh, motorcycle festival this year. Uh, so, you know, we're not going to see more. That's, that's my sound effect for that yeah, thought. I, mess, I, I get you. I get it. All right. And uh, next up is. Uh, by the way, uh, Livewire was on the drag strip. Have you heard about this, Justin? 
Well, I've heard it's been on the drag strip. I, I don't know that I've heard about what you're about to say, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> uh, the live wire did some time uh, on the drag strip. That just they had one of uh, one of their one of their pro stock racers uh, from the pro stock series, ten time ten ten time champion rider. I couldn't say that. I'm sorry. Ten 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 ten. Eddie Kravernick. Uh, he took a, a live wire down the down the strip. Eddie Kravernick? What'd you say? <laughs> Lenny Kravitz? Lenny Kravitz? <laughs> Lenny Kravitz? Kravitz? Uh, sorry, I Krabby, Krabby Patty Head? Eddie. <laughs> we'll just call him Krabby Eddie, Patty. Eddie K. We'll call him that. I couldn't, can't pronounce his last name. That's good enough. <laughs> but anyway. Fast Eddie. Yeah, Fast Eddie. Good. That's, that's good. That works. Anyway, he took uh, the live wire. Down the strip, and he did the quarter. Sorry, he did the eighth of a mile. Eighth, eighth of a mile. Ready? Talk it's, much? You're killing me. He did the eighth of a mile in, in seven in seven seconds. He did the eighth mile in seven seconds. That's it. Wow. Uh, 110 miles per hour in a quarter mile. Okay. Quarter sorry. mile. In a quarter mile, he did 11 seconds. 110. Is that fast? Hour. I'm not sure. 110, 110 miles an hour. Well, uh, zero to sixty in three seconds, and sixty to eighty in uh, one point nine seconds. So, but uh, yeah, that's pretty impressive. A quarter mile or half it? Quarter. Talk much? Um, quarter mile in eleven point one five six seconds. So that works out to one hundred and ten point thirty five miles per hour. Wow. And that's for a stock off the floor. Electric Harley. Of course, it was out of battery power when it got stunted. Probably. No, no, it didn't. But the uh, the Harley FX uh, FXDR stock uh, motorcycle is doing really, really well um, on the track. They are. Let me see what they're doing. Give you an idea what their speeds are. In the quarter mile, they're doing the quarter mile in six point seven nine nine seconds. That equates yeah. to 184 miles an hour. Yeah, wow. six a six second quarters fast fucking bike. That's un. That's the FXDR. Unfreaking believable. Can you imagine? You're that? saying the live wire did that in seven seconds? The live, no. live wire did it in 11 seconds. The quarter mile. Oh, that's that's not too bad actually. I'm looking at a, a chart here of uh, a shit ton of different cars that can go fast. Anyway, the FX Star the R took uh, fourth place uh, in the race, and he won, they won a couple other ones. I'm, I, I can't find it here in the article, but uh, I just wanted to report the speeds that the FX DR was getting in the quarter mile. At, you know, like I said, six point seven nine nine seconds, which equates to roughly one hundred eighty four miles per hour. That's just, that's impressive. That's impressive for a, for a drag bike. So, yeah, but that motor. I mean, that motor's got to be just. It's the Screaming Eagle uh, 114. That's what they use, the Screaming Eagle 114. Drag bike. Amazing. It's, gotta be, it's still got to be, it's either got to be. Uh... Well, it's all, now keep in mind, it's all Screaming Eagle. So you know what they do to the Screaming Eagle stuff. They all, they rip that stuff crazy. You know, they're running Vance and Hines. It's all, oh God, shit. Yeah, that's pretty damn good. I'm impressed by it. Anyway. Cool. Yeah, cool. Cool. Cool indeed. Uh, what else we got going on? And 
Uh, Harley is, for Christmas, for the holiday season, Harley's giving away five riding academies. You know the, you know the rider academy that they have? They're giving away five. five. How many people do you get with that? You don't need <laughs> No, 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 no. They're not giving away the academy with people in it. They're giving away five, oh, five yeah. events oh. to five I was going to say, can I request just the women? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course you can. So it, it's what they're calling it. The, um, uh, they call it the open road. Give, they're open road by giving away five, five. Oh, they're giving away 500 Harley-Davidson Riding Academy classes. Uh, for the holiday season. So 500 people have the opportunity to win um, riding academy classes. Now through December. Now, that mean, now where, 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 are, where are these academy classes anyway? It's going it, to, well, apparently, Justin, you would know this. It's like you guys have a, a riding academy at your, your dealership. So any dealership right. that has a riding academy, if you, you would get signed up for that one. It would be on the house. I see. Yeah. So through December 31st, riders will be able to nominate the non-rider in their life they want to give the thrill of riding to in 2021. Winners will receive a free HD Riding Academy class in addition to a $200 Harley-Davidson gift card to use mm. for riding gear to prepare for the course. And the best part is if, if your non-rider is selected, you win a $100 Harley-Davidson gift card to enjoy for yourself. So the thrill of riding with your best friend is reconnecting over a shared adventure is the gift you will always keep on giving. So again, the giveaway runs between November 18th to December 31st. And uh, again, that's uh, 500 people. Like that. That's pretty cool. Nice. Pretty uh, I did get an email from Liza from um, the Motorcycles and Misfits podcast. They're doing a thing down here in South Jersey. Uh, the South Jersey Motorcycle Film Festival starts in just three weeks. The Rev Sisters is proud to host this online film festival for motorcycle fans and share a crazy cool collection of films that you can enjoy from the comfort of your home. So register today at RevSisters.com for a free weekend ticket or buy a 10-day pass if you need more time to enjoy the films. Make some popcorn and get comfy for some fantastic movie watching with the South Jersey Motorcycle Film Festival. So, uh, yeah, there you go. Um, souvenir t-shirts are available. Prizes are available for people who sign up to help support our charity partner, All Kids Bike. Don't let winter keep you from enjoying some moto adventures. Just grab the remote, make some popcorn, and start your engine. So there you go. The South Jersey Motorcycle Film Festival will be happening. And Liza Miller from the Motorcycles and Misfits podcast is part of this. So check that out. There, uh, I will put links in the show notes as well. So, so uh, one of Chris's comments was uh, that last, last episode is, you know, he wants to hear people from the places we mentioned to send an email. So we got an email. All right. From who? This comes from Little Mo uh, in Pennsylvania. So his email says, you, send a se- you said to send a fucking email. I'm sending you a fucking email, LOL. I'm in Pittston, PA, near Scranton. You guys suck, but I listen anyways. Just kidding. <laughs> you guys are all right. P- 
P.S. I actually like the format where you guys are calling in from different locales. Apparently, they like when we're doing a remote show, which I, I, I you can't go by that with this show. Uh, but so, yeah, that's the only email we got. Uh, we do have some. Uh, Most like a man podcast is brought to you by Scorpion Helmets. Scorpion has been dedicated to offering high quality. <laughs> Innovative motorcycle helmets and technical apparel at an incredible value. So if you want to learn more, go to scorpionusa.com. And, of course, Shinko Tires. Whether if you're riding a sport bike, scooter, off-road, dual sport, or a cruiser, Shinko has a tire to suit your needs. And when it's time to get tires for your bike, what do you do, Tim? There you go. That's right. Go to Shinko Tire USA and you tell them the motorcycle men sent you. And when you ride, if your ass starts to hurt and if you get that swamp ass like Chris does, right, Chris? <laughs> the, enth- the enthusiasm is just killing me here. But yes, if that happens to you and you're uncomfortable, there's only one thing you should do, and that's go to Wild Ass Seats and get yourself a Wild Ass Seat Cushion. You tell Craig Johnson over there at wild-assseats.com or wild-ass.com and get yourself a Wild Ass Seat Cushion. And of course, we all want you to get into Dave's pants over at Tobacco Motorwear. All of us, are you really? You're wearing Dave's shirt. That's right. And Tobacco Motorwear, that's right. We love the gear from Tobacco Motorwear. Tobacco is known for making the best-looking riding jeans in the world. They have multiple fits and styles of protective jeans for men and women, so you can find something that matches your style. And you've heard me say before, I love my California riding shirt and my tobacco riding jeans, and I wear them on every ride. So go over to TobaccoMotorwear.com. What's that? Get in Dave's pants. That's right. When in doubt, check it out. Go to TobaccoMotorWear.com. That's TobaccoMotorWear.com. And our listeners will get 10% off when you use that coupon code MOTOMEN with your order. That's right. All right. The Motorcycle Man Podcast is supporting David's Dream and Belief Cancer Foundation. If you or someone you know is going through the trials and tribulations that are associated with cancer, you want to contact David's Dream and Believe. So this is a charity that does something that actually makes a difference. So donate today to David's Dream and Believe Cancer Foundation. Links will be in the show notes. And Gold Star Ride Foundation. Uh, that's right. Helping with families of fallen soldiers and make a difference in the lives of those left behind. So if you'd like to be a part of a great cause and get some heartfelt miles in, go to goldstarride.org and learn how you can participate in the next Gold Star Ride. All right. That's it for Ben it. Here we go. You see it? There it is. There it is. All right. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. We are going to start this may be the last iteration of this contest. I know mean, some people right now are applauding because they don't care for it. But uh, Really? Yeah. Who doesn't care for it? I've gotten some comments. <laughs> really? Yeah. Why would they, they don't like this for, this thing? I don't know. That's because you piss them off with your questions, Ted, that's, and they're tired that's, of well, it. Just like Justin. I know. I know. I get, I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I get it. That's okay. Now, this one's going to be a little different. Uh, we're going to have the five questions like we usually do and the two bonus questions. But the scoring is going to be a little weird. But that's okay. All right, here we're going to go right now. So here we are. Let's let's start. Where are we? Uh, so the score so far, Chris with 43 points, Justin with 32 points, Tim up, with 22 points. The guest scoring was Danielle 3, Alonzo Bowden 2, and Humphrey Clown 2. Now, here's the interesting thing. You ready? 
For this possible final round, questions one through five, if you get the answer wrong, no, you get you lose a point. Do you uh -oh. understand? And this does not apply to bonus questions. And the highest final score wins. Again, for questions one through five, if you get the answer wrong, you lose a point. Okay. All right, so does everybody understand that? I'm in. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Chris, you still there? I'm still here. Okay. All right, here we go. Question number one. It is said that the debut of this in the early 1980s saved Harley Davidson. Number one, the Evolution Engine. Number two, the Softail. Number three, redesigned Springer Fork. Number four, the Sportster 883. Number two. I'm going to go with number two. Tim, you're going to you're going to break with tradition and not follow. I'm the going path? with number two. I'm trying to see the questions, but everybody's got Ted's got to talk. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you don't talk, it doesn't come oh, up. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with number two also. I got a feeling. Although I want, to see, I want to say number four, but I'll say number two. Now, I'm going to give you all a chance to change your answer. That's what you want to stick with. Number two. Because <laughs> this way, if I'm wrong, everybody's wrong. All right. The correct answer is. The correct answer is. <laughs> Number one, the Evolution Engine. I fucking knew it. I the Evolution knew Engine it. and the Softair were released in the early, in the, nearly in the same year, but it was the Evolution Engine that did the trick. It cannot be stressed enough that the Evolution V-Twin saved Harley-Davidson, in quotes. The creation was quieter, more reliable, and didn't leak oil like its predecessor. So yeah. everybody lost a point. Jeez. Well, that plan didn't work. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question number two. The 1986 saw the end of what feature in the Sportster? 1986 saw the end of what feature in the Sportster? The four-speed gearbox, number one. Number two, the buckhorn handlebars. Number three, the 1,000cc engine. Number four, the 2.2-gallon gas tank. Number three for me. Chris yeah, I was going to take number three as well. This is three. Justin. <laughs> he hates you. <laughs> Justin hates you. Mm -mm. Jason's going to get a voodoo doll and start sticking that shit. <laughs> number, I said voodoo doll. Number four. You're going to go with four. Justin says four. And the correct answer is number two, the thousand. C Sorry, number three, the thousand cc engine it was number three. I didn't change that. It's number three. Number three. So right, yeah. Tim and Chris pick up a point. Justin loses a point. I'm pretty sure that the the thousand cc engine was done in '85. It's either '84 or '85. It was actually '86. <laughs> I've got the I've got the documentation to prove. All I don't right. think that's right. I, I will share. I will share. I will share the article with you, the uh, the part of the book. All right. 
All right, then. Moving on. Are you protesting, are you protesting that answer? As a guy who has <laughs> an iron head, I'm pretty sure. Go ahead. All right. Num question number three. In 1995, Harley introduced what feature on the Electroglide Ultra? Heated seat, heated grips, fuel injection, higher compression ratio. I completely zoned out on the last question. I'm going to say three. <laughs> Me and Who you. won the last question? I completely zoned out. Me and you. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm going to now say number three. Now, what's the question again? <laughs> In 1995, Harley introduced what feature on the electric line, Ultra? Heated grips, heated seat, fuel injection, or high compression ratio? Four. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, number two. Chris says number two. Tim? Three. Tim goes with three. Justin? Four. And the correct answer is number three, fuel injection. Tim brings nice. it home. Look at look at Tim getting two right. Chris, right. Chris two gets right. minus one. Justin gets minus one. It was found to help with engine with engine control according to temperature, load, and so on. It also improved economy, emissions, and cold weather starting. All right. Very good, guys. Look at this. Um, question number four. Introduced in 1999, and although it was considered new, it used many pre-existing parts. Number one, the new Sportster Hugger model. Number two, the new Dyna Glide model. Number three, new fairing for touring models. Number four, the new Twin Cam 88 motor. Hmm. Hmm. And I'll give you guys a little hint. All of these things happened the same year. Hmm. Ted, say something. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait, what do you mean they all happened the same year? <laughs> they all happened. But introduced in 99, although it was considered new, it may be pre-existing parts. So, Just shut the it's, fuck up. I'm just going to shut the fuck up. Because... <laughs> <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> Fucking stupid. <laughs> I'm going to say number one. And in the meantime, I'm Googling. No, you're not. No, Googling. No, no I'm Googling. Go I'm Googling an old question. Okay. Uh, shit. Tim, what do you think? Number four I'm going with. Chris is going to go four. <sighs> um, I'm going to go with three. Okay, uh, you guys are set. Hmm? Yes. Sure. Sure. Okay. Sure. Okay, and the correct answer is laughing. Correct answer is number four, the Twin Cam eighty eight motor. Nice, Chris. All right. So minus one for Justin and minus one for Tim. Although, and by it the way, what? What's that? The Ironhead ceased production in nineteen eighty five. Right, that was the last year, but not in 86. It wasn't there anymore. That was, that was the question. 
So although it looked like the Evo, it was claimed to be stiffer, stronger, more powerful, and more oil tight than its predecessor. Harley claimed that only 21 parts had been carried over from the Evo, and most of them were screws. In 2000, the 88B was launched with balance shafts for the smoothest Harley yet. That was it. So uh, Justin and Chris picked up the point on that one, and Justin and Tim did not. All right, question number five. In 2000, how many different models did Harley-Davidson produce? 12, 18, 22, 15. I'm going with number one, 12. 15. Chris goes, Chris goes number one. Mm-hmm. I got number four. Tim goes four. Justin. I'm going to go four. Uh, yeah, four. <laughs> Justin goes four. All right. And the correct answer is 218. The Sportster, no, Sportster Hugger, Sportster Custom 53, Sportster Custom, Sportster Sport, Heritage Softail Classic, Fat Boy, Dyna Superglide, Dyna Superglide. Uh, I bought it twice. Uh, Dyna Lowrider, Dyna Wideglide, Softail Standard, Night Train, Softail Deuce, Road King, Road Glide, Road King Classic, Electro Glide Classic Ultra. Total production for 2000 was 2,203,000 bikes. Hmm. Year two. Wow, wow. wow. 203,000. So everybody got that wrong. So everybody that picked up a point in the last few rounds, you just lost it all. So, <laughs> <laughs> Of course. Well, so here we go. Now, here's a, here we go. Now, this is the bonus question. Again, the bonus question is not Harley-Davidson related. So here we go. How many points is it? Worth five points. Nice. Five points. Okay. In 1955, Yamaha's first production model motorcycle was called the YA-125, the Y-1, the YA-1, the Fuji-125. Now, I realize this is just a guess. So number one for me. You're going to go, Chris is going to go number one. Number three. And Tim goes number three. And Justin? It's either one or four. Okay. Mm, Pick. Four. <laughs> uh, okay, Justin. And the correct answer is the YA1-3. Tim gets that. I got nice. that one, motherfucker. No, no, no. You said one, Tim. One. <laughs> you picked one. one. No, 125cc motorcycle yeah. won the third Mount Fuji Ascent race in its class. So Tim's going to end up winning this whole thing. Tim picks up five points. Wow. Still not getting me anywhere near anything. I can't even beat Justin. Okay. I have to get all right and still lose. Now, this next question, the final <laughs> bonus question, is going to be the one that's going to make you guys hate me the most. Okay. Okay. And this is different. Here we go. Bonus question number two is worth minus 15 points. What this means is the, the idea here is to guess the wrong answer. If you pick the correct answer, you get minus 15 points. So Wait, what? You, what? Want, you want to guess the wrong answer. Uh, I get it. Okay, because okay. if you pick the right answer... You get 15 points subtracted from your score. So there's a potential here for Justin and Chris to lose. 
<laughs> I don't care. Even if I got 15, I still won't catch Chris. No, it's not what true. What do you get if you win? What if you – oh, you, you get you, you, no points. You keep your oh, points. So, so you don't gain. You just don't lose. You're right, exactly. Got it. Okay. okay. All right. Here we go. The, this is a – you're going to love this. In what year was the first Isle of Man TT race held when? Uh, 1907, 1913, 1924, 1936. And I'll give you a hint. Uh, a couple of these years are, were surrounded by the beginning of World War I and World War II. That are you mean the right years or the wrong years? No, no. But I'm just saying, I'm just I'm just giving you a, an idea as sort of a point of perspective to where you can make your decision from. I'm going to say okay. number three. My wrong answer is 1907. So Chris is going to go with Chris at just one, and Tim, you're saying what? Tim? Yeah, I'm rethinking my answer here. It'd be funny, Tim, if you get if you get it right, then you lose it. That's <laughs> exactly what I'm saying. Like... That would be yeah, hysterical. No, I, have, I have to say number one, then. I have to say number one. That's the most stupidest answer. Number four. You just gave us a hint between one and two. That's it. They'll keep going. Number four. It's a number four. Now, anybody want to change their answer? Nope. Giving you the opportunity now to change your answer. All right, I'm going to be the first to do it. I'm going to change my answer. Okay, good. Okay, I'm going to go with my original answer, number three. Number three. Okay. See, I give you guys the opportunity. And I do that because I'm a nice guy. And I don't want you to hate me. The correct answer is... Too late. <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer is the correct answer is can I get a drum roll? No. All right. Number Come one. On, <laughs> <laughs> I got 15 that knocked off my The first race was 15 miles long in 1911. Okay, in 1911 it was increased to 37 miles long. Its current length is 37.73 miles and goes from sea level to 1300 feet. So Chris Lost 15 points there. Yep. All right, so now we're going to do the tally. Everybody lost one on the first one. All right. Tim, Justin, and Chris. So Tim was minus one, minus one, minus one. And on the second question, Tim and Chris got it right. So plus one and plus one. And then Still arguing that question. Yeah, I know. Third question, Tim got it correct for a plus one. And then on the fourth question, uh, Tim got minus one on that one. So did Justin. So minus minus one and minus one. (laughs) And number five, everybody got it wrong. Minus one, minus one, minus one. And then Tim picked up five points on the last question. And then Chris was a minus 15. So Chris loses 15, 16, 17, 18. He loses 17 points total, minus 17 for Chris. Justin loses one. Here, let's see, it goes uh, one for this plus one there, I think. Uh, no, minus one, sorry. Minus one there. 
Uh, one. <laughs> Absolutely two. riveting three. Yeah, I know riveting it podcasting. Minus three. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking fun. level. <laughs> this by far will get us the gold award for best podcast of the year. Yeah, right. <laughs> Quite Rogan, possibly the most fantastic. Watch out, Joe Rogan. We got it covered. Joe Rogan. Who? I'm gonna. Well, I'm gonna. I'm gonna read you guys something right in a moment. When I'm done with this, five, four. So Tim picks up four points. Come on, I hear guns cocking, dude. Let's get on with it. All right, so hang on a second. (laughs) The fuck? Uh, So Chris had 43, and 43 minus 17 is what? (laughs) How my brain doesn't work. You don't know. I know my brain's not working. What do you want from me, right? 43 minus... Oh, oh, that's different. <laughs> this is too funny. 26. 26. So Chris is now down to 26 points. Justin lost three, so he's down to 29 points. And Tim picked up four points, so he's at 26. That makes Justin our winner. Tim and Chris tied. Wow. Wow. How about that? How about that? Ah, that's too funny. So now we had said uh, in the last episode that what was going to happen is the winner of this series would pick up the, the, the duties for the question asking for the oh, next this round. Oh, Justin's time so to now, shine. Now, Justin, are you accepting this responsibility? Oh, yeah, you're going down, bro. Yep, it's going to be called <laughs> Fuck Ted. <laughs> On this round, it's <laughs> Fuck Ted. <laughs> that's, now, the next, that's the next test going to be. Now, the interesting thing is, uh, here's what it is. You, it can be on any topic you want. It doesn't matter I'm what gonna topic. Do, uh, I'm going to do gasoline storage. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Whatever topic you want, it doesn't have to be motorcycle related. It could be anything else. You know, it just has does to it, be. Does it have to be the same for the whole game? Or can it be weekly? Well, I, I think it'd be best if it was one topic throughout the, whole the whole th- throughout the whole thing. So what he's trying to ask you, Ted, is that it's all going to be about you. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> it's about taking me down is what you're saying, right? It's all about taking me down. So uh, so that's it. So that, so, that's, so it, Justin, it's on you, and I'm, we're, we're expecting that next, starting the next podcast, I'm in. You're you're gonna you're gonna have for I, us. I can't make one of those things though. No, it's okay. You don't have to do that. I just did it to be goofy. So you can do it whatever way you want, and uh, we like to be able how, to. How are we gonna see the question? Well, what I can do if you if you want, Justin, I can send you the I can send you the. Um, you now, if you want to get maybe Danielle wants to be involved. She wants to help out. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, know. I could I could send you the PowerPoint file and you can manipulate it yourself or whatever if you want. I will. Uh, I don't know. I'll figure something out. Okay. All right. So we'll do that. And uh, that's about it. But I do want to read you guys something before. How many? Uh, what I do need you to do though. Well, yeah. whatever. We'll talk about it later. All right. All right. But I do want to read you guys a little article. Okay. And this is important. It's giving an idea. Of what's going on with the podcast? Uh, da, 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 and it's right here. I know it's this riveting podcast stuff because I know you think, think this is funny. Uh, this comes from this comes from a gentleman 
who has been listening to our podcast, and he says this following thing. Hope all is well. I have some cool information that might interest you. Your podcast, Motorcycle Man, is, has good performance in some rankings in the last 30 days. Position two in the category of automotive in India. Position two in the category of automotive in South Africa. Position four in the category of auto, automotive in Norway. <laughs> position six in the automotive in, uh, category in the Philippines. And we rank number seven in the leisure category in South Africa. The data is provided by Pod Status. That's pretty interesting. So, regardless, <laughs> we're doing well. <laughs> yeah, I thought I'd share that with you. Yeah, out of, out of the country. That's shocking. Maybe insult everybody in our country. Everybody in the country doesn't want to listen to us. That's true. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I understand. That's cool. So, that's a, what do you guys got coming up? Anything? What's, what else is new with you guys? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is this week, yes. Right, we're going to be eating up a stone. Who's going to be eating up a storm in your house? I'm going to be eating up a storm. Me and my wife and my daughter. Okay. <laughs> wow. So, Chris, what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to have dinner with mom, and then okay. we're going to do the same. Eat myself silly. All right, cool. All right. And Justin, what about you? Uh, I think the plan is to go down uh, and see her parents. It's kind of a weird year, so yeah. we're, we're doing things a little bit different. Sure. Hard for everybody. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, my wife and I are heading up to the farm upstate New York, and we're going to be there cool. with the dogs and just going to hang out up there for the next four days. We're going to have our own little Thanksgiving dinner there, off-grid and remote. So I will be off-grid completely uh, without... Are you going to be making a turkey or no? Uh, I think she's going to be... Yeah, I think, I think so. Well, it's going to be... She's gonna, I know she's making wings for me. That's for sure. <laughs> turkey wings. Right, turkey. You have a turkey? No, we don't, we're not. I mean, we're not going to do a whole turkey thing. She, she, I think she might buy a turkey breast and just do that. That's about it. But we're not going to do uh, the whole bird thing. So. Well, you're, if she's cooking wings separately and you're cooking a breast, you might as well just get the legs too and have a full course. Man, I'm yeah, <laughs> yeah, not going to do that. <laughs> but uh, that's about it. I have. Uh, I have got. I have a couple of interviews coming. It's coming back up into interview season. So I do have uh, Nick Adams, uh, author Nick Adams, who's going to be on the show in two weeks. And following that, I've got uh, a gentleman named Felix who wrote his live wire from Atlanta to Seattle. So he's going to be on the show. And then uh, we're still working on uh, Charlie Borman, getting him on the show. It's all about scheduling right now. Of course, the holidays are coming up, so it's going to be a little difficult. But you have talked to him. Yes, yes. I've been in contact with his people. So his pipples. His pipples, yeah. What about uh, Ewan? Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a whole different ballgame. That's a whole yeah, different yeah, yeah, I can I can inquire while I'm speaking with his peeps to see if that's possible. But we'll see. And uh, at the same time would be fun. Oh, that would be a blast. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. But and I can't guarantee that. You know. So. And um, I think that is about it. Um, don't forget to get over to the Motorcycle Men YouTube channel and check out the uh, Ride with Ted videos we got going on. There's a couple coming out. I don't know. I've been recently releasing a new video every Friday. I don't know that there's going to be a video this week though, uh, because obviously well, I'll be out of I'll be out of state. And even though I can schedule the video, I don't have enough time right now to put the. You're not going to do a video of a oil change in the tractor? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's, that's a totally well, different. Add a quarter in your gas. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. You know, I might, I should do something like that. Here's how to put oil in your gasoline with water. That's how you do it. So. Farm water. Farm water, yeah. You got to use the right kind of water. It's got to be filtered water. You want to use your gutter water. That's the best because it's free flowing, you say. Um, yeah, so that's it. So just keep it on. Just keep checking on the. Yeah. Uh, the so the sediment gets inside your injectors. <laughs> oh, boy. Please. Yeah. I know. All right, guys. Anything else? Nope. That's it. That's it? Uh-huh. No? Nothing? Yay! Nothing? No? Oh, my God. Very weak podcast. Very weak podcast. Today. <laughs> extremely weak. You know, community it's, effort. It's not. No, it's helping. Is it your microphone keeps going in and out to muffled and not muffled? I don't know what to tell you, man. I have no idea what to tell you. I, I know. I, I know. I need new equipment. I, I just might have to break down and buy it. You know, put it on the plastic money and buy a new microphone for you. I just. I don't know. And that's and that's just it. You know, it, it's, I don't think it's a microphone. I think there's something. No. And if I and if. If when you do editing, you edit out all the uh, technical stuff you were doing, please, with the microphone. <laughs> That's part of the fun of it. I'm sure we will lose thousands. <laughs> we can't afford to lose thousands that. because we don't have thousands. That's the That's problem. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> well, I gotta get I gotta get new gear, and that's what it boils down to. That's it. because yeah, all my shit is old. Aren't all right, so no, uh, you, all your stuff was good when Windows XP P was out. <laughs> <laughs> it was great back then. It was great back then, yeah, I know. So, yeah, all right, so uh, when again. he was doing this on CompuServe. Yeah, yeah. CompuServe, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Holy shit. And using That's Netscape and Prodigy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Timbuktu. <laughs> and of course, uh, Chris the Joker uh, here in the where is it? Oh, I can't find You can't even hear the sound effects anymore. Oh, well, whatever. And, of course, our good friend Justin Brown. Shut the fuck up. All right, man. You guys have any? Chris, Timmy, you have anything to say? Ride like nobody sees you. And, Chris, what do you have to say? Uh, okay. <laughs> That's it. Okay. Hey, Chris, look, look what I got for you. I got something for you. I haven't brought it, given it to you yet. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I'll get that. I'll get that to you as soon as I can. All right. Hey, all right, everybody, boys and girls. Thank you very much for joining us here episode 263. I am Ted, your host. Thank you for joining us. Be safe out there. Have a lovely Thanksgiving, and we will talk to you all soon. Remember, boys and girls, we say stupid crap so you don't have to. See you, chillins. Right, Peep out. Happy uh, Thanksgiving, everybody. Hey, guys. Hey, hey take hey. care. All right.